0: I'm Maria Schwartz along with Rachel Gallagher, and welcome to the Windsider Show where it's all about the W. The finals are set, and we just witnessed a historic semifinals. But before we go in depth on the finals, we want to recap and react to the Las Vegas Aces and the Dallas Wings, and the Connecticut Sun and the New York Liberty. So let's dive right into the WNBA semifinals. our show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com forward slash winsider patreon.com forward slash winsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at winsider.com that's winsider.com we've only got five well up to five more games left in the WNBA playoffs so if you're looking for a fun way to enjoy them, join the Windsider Playback watch parties. Use the link playback.tv forward slash Winsider. That's playback.tv forward slash Winsider. Welcome back to the Winsider Show. Excited as always to be in the booth with Rachel, but a little extra excited. One, because Rachel is now a married woman, uh, but more excited. Maybe more importantly, less importantly, I, it's all equally important. It's the playoffs, baby. It's the playoffs. Uh, not to belittle your amazing wedding.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, it took me a minute to kind of like, this is my downtime with like my, my normal job. And so it was a per- the perfect time to, to get married and do all those types of things. But like I was kind of disconnected through the semis and I feel like, okay, I'm caught up watched the games the other night. I watched the game on Sunday. So I feel pretty good. I'm ready to talk about all the things and I am absolutely locked in for the finals. Um, appreciate everybody giving me a little chance to go enjoy my special day. So thanks.
0: (laughs) Well, let's, let's start it off with the sweep. Um, like I don't even know where to begin because like, here's the thing. If you would have told me, and I know a lot of people, out there like to say like oh aria hates the aces aria is you know just riding for the wings blah 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 no no no. like i want every series to go to five and when i looked at this series you know let's just break it down ninety seven, eighty three aces 91 84 aces 64 63 aces um i think overall my reaction my takeaway is there is a lot left on the court if you're a dallas wings fan if you're a dallas wings player coach um you have to look at this series and go just you have to like i don't know like rachel as a player like when you come out of a series and you know that you beat yourself and i know everyone's going to push back that vegas ace are the number one team blah, blah blah i completely understand that game one was a shellacking and i'm not talking about the final score it was a shellacking but then when you talk about game 2 which 9184 i know a nice little gap there too but the 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 amount of turnovers the amount of offensive rebounds just the free throw discrepancy in both those games like it just to me there was so many places where it didn't matter what the aces were doing that the dallas wings kind of tripped over themselves and hurt themselves like how do you come out of a series like that how do you react
1: i think that the the bigger the bigger issue was the game the game 3 i mean i really do feel like that was a game dallas should have won they won all the toughness categories they ended up winning points in the paint they out-rebounded vegas significantly um by a few i believe um i mean you know all all those types of things you kind of look like they forced Las Vegas into, like, 20 turnovers. I mean, but then all of a sudden, it's like they end up going cold. They just go cold for the final five minutes, and Las Vegas is able to pull ahead and and win the game. And I just feel like Dallas Dallas is a good enough team to have been able to steal at least one. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, did I expect them to win this series? No, not by any stretch. Did I expect it to be a full-on sweep? I mean, I'm not too surprised, but I really feel like Dallas – was in control. They should have won that game three. <laughs> if you know, it wasn't for the final four minutes and ninety seven seconds, or whatever that. I don't even know how long it was.
0: Four, four I believe minutes. it was four ninety seven exactly. <laughs> I mean, they literally go cold to to drop some stats on you. They they forced the aces into nineteen turnovers.
1: Fifty what? four minutes. 4 minutes and 57 seconds not 97 you know it's it went, oh, sorry, yeah. all from judges <laughs> but no um,
0: like thank I, you yes
1: i feel like dallas should have won that game you know and i think their shot selection down the stretch they they beat themselves
0: yeah they got like look equal amount of three pointers made right uh they're shooting a handful more 27 sorry or 17 more shots than vegas and This is the wild part. Forcing Vegas to 19 turnovers is an impressive feat in its own. And to not get... This game was much better than the last in the game before in game two, where they just got barely any points. I think it was eight points off turnovers, off like eight or or I think it was like 10 or 12 turnovers, something crazy like that. Um, When you're forcing... For sure. Like, okay, it came down to Dallas's offense didn't show up. Their defense showed up all season long. The defense was in flux. It was really good. It was bad. It was great. It was horrible. But the offense was never the question. And then you kind of hit the playoffs and you you go up against just a beast of a team.
1: Well, here's the thing. I mean, you you have a game that's scored in the 60s. You know, final score was 64-61 Las Vegas. And you hold Asia Wilson to 13 points. I mean, if I'm Dallas and I'm looking, okay, if that's how... I'm looking at, okay, this is what the final score is going to be. Everything about that plays in their favor. I think Mm -hmm. you texted me at one point, you're like, man, nobody can hit a shot. And you're like, man, Las Vegas can't hit a shot. And I was like, the crazy part is, is they're actually shooting better than Dallas. And it didn't feel that way. The game was the the way the game was being played.
0: They shot 40%. But here's, here's the thing that I think is the major, major standout. We go, we look at the free throws of this game. Ten for fourteen from Vegas, which is not very good by Vegas' standard, right? Um, but seven of fifteen—that's forty-six percent for the Dallas Wings. We're talking about a three-point game here. Now, you know, I am completely against pointing the finger at referees. You were bad, blah blah blah. I'm, com- you know, you cost the game. You decided the game when it comes to sports. You don't let the referee do it. And often, I think it's hard to point at a singular stat. But when you're shooting fifteen free throws, and you're sub 50% and you lose by a single basket. To me, it's like, they're free. What are you doing? That's just, you're like, I I don't know what else to say. Like, you want to talk about a variety of things. Just like you said, this was their game to win. All they had to do was hit. Ten of fifteen free throws, and we're in overtime.
1: Well, and the shot that just keeps like replaying in my mind is the out of timeout where Natasha Howard airballs it by like two feet to the left, and I'm just like, "Is that is that the shot you were looking for?" You know what I'm saying? And again, you can't really look at one specific play. They had some looks down the stretch. I mean, they even get the ball back after that, and you get the ball in the hands of Arike, and you know she's sh- shooting a fadeaway corner shot that she's hit. What how many of those buzzer beaters now?
0: I will say. Can I just push back because I know everyone like look, we all know who should be getting the ball when the clock expires on Dallas Wings. There's no question. It's Riket, right? I will say this though. At the point of shooting, Natasha Howard was shooting 50% from three. She was two for four in that game. Granted, five for eleven.
1: It's, it's not <laughs> even that I'm like, I hate the shot. It was a it was a look. It just the way it missed. I was just yeah. like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's God. just.
0: If it if it rims out, it's not as bad. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that was just a tough one. Uh, like Odyssey Sims, who's been so great for them at times, struggled handedly. Um, I mean, but you know what? I think when you look at this team, there's some obvious issues. And if you would have asked Lt what this team was lacking going into this season, I think she would probably say some shooting.
1: For sure. Chef. So I know that for a fact.
0: I do too, but I was just oh, gonna, okay. you know, <laughs> pretend. Whatever. Um, fine, Rachel. Regardless,
1: but this, regardless, I mean, <laughs> I didn't expect Dallas to get past the semis. Um, I thought they'd steal one. And I mean, again, I, I, I will, I will, I know that that game three will sting for that team and that kind mm-hmm. of staff for the rest of the offseason. I mean, eleven lead changes, six ties. You, you're, you're keeping. The reigning champs in the 60s, um, that one hurts. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, let's be honest. We, we will do a preview later on this week about the the finals, but I, we knew we knew what the outcome was going to be. At least I did. You, you might have had a little discrepancy. You thought Dallas might be able to sneak in a few more wins, but...
0: No, it's not even like I think they were going... Like, and this is the thing I've always said, and I think in WNBA sports media or talking heads whatever there's like a lack of understanding of like do i know like obviously the vegas aces are the favorite team and most likely to do it there's a reason they're the number 1 team when i say a dark horse it's because i want every series to go to 5 i i as a as a, a viewer as someone who gains yeah. enjoyment and excitement and the stories behind it and everything look there's a reason we call them super teams Right. As much as these players of these teams might want to not use that term anymore. Like the reason we use that term is because of how stacked these rosters are and how levels beyond every other team they are. So like did the Dallas Wings have an opportunity, in my opinion, to steal game three easily and game two, honestly, if I'm being real. So like for me, do I think that they're going to win? No, but
1: I think the glaring thing to me is how well Las Vegas was able to take care of business through the finals. Mm -hmm. from a rest standpoint we talked yeah that's so important we talked about that early on i mean like like if 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 there was going to be a team i think you know whether chicago or dallas you know that could be able to just be disruptive enough and steal a game and just drag this out a little bit longer so that when they did get to the point of the finals they weren't as rested but shit you got to give vegas credit look at them they took care of business they're going to have as much time in the world off, you know, as anyone else to be able to prepare for these finals. I mean, that, that to me at, for the Las Vegas aces is, is the biggest thing, you know, that we can address right now for a team that lacks the depth off the bench. We all know this, you know, being able to to just sweep and rest and do it in such a concise and efficient manner has been the most impressive thing to me.
0: No question. No question at all. And I mean, Asia Wilson in, She goes, what, three games in a row, scoring 30 points, just on a tear, playing insane, scores 13, 13, 2, 2, and 2 in this game. Now, she did have nine turnovers. She struggled. But I think that is such a, a key aspect. This team has stayed cool, calm, and collective. And I keep saying it about them in the playoffs because there's been times where Chelsea Gray has struggled or... You know, Kelsey Plum has struggled or Jackie Young has struggled, or now we can say Asia Wilson has struggled, but they've stayed calm. They've stayed true to themselves. Where I think you see the opposite in Dallas, where there was times where it boiled over. And we saw that from Connecticut too, which is probably a good segue. But Dallas is a team that can be happy about how this season went because they did grow. I said a successful, a Like were they going to win a championship this year? No, but for me, I thought the ultimate growth for them would be winning a semifinal game. I think they came up short on that. Yeah, Um, but they they have a lot of growth, and I think the the quad of Howard, McCowan, Sobley, and Enrique is a is a powerful batch that is going to be exciting. Let's talk about New York, Connecticut. Give me your thoughts.
1: Man, um, great game on Sunday um I mean unbelievably inspiring performance from John Jones I mean holy sh- my god like what John Jones was able to do that second half and just the sheer willpower and I'm not even talking about like the scoring I'm just talking about like some of the rebounds and like like sheer will for the basketball it was some of the best basketball I've, I've seen JJ play Um, I was so impressed with that second half ended up finishing with 25 points and 15 rebounds, but just like, you know, laying your heart on the line. I think that was the case for both teams. I mean, you saw Alyssa Thomas go down, uh, which is hard to see. We never see that really happen. She goes down, she has to go back into the locker room and then of course comes back because she is superhuman the way she is comes back into the game. Notches a triple double with 17 points, 15 rebounds, 11 assists. I mean two really great performances by Alyssa Thomas, by John Quill Jones. I want to echo like just everybody, you know, who who really, really, really takes note and has acknowledged the season that Alyssa Thomas has had. I mean, I love the quote that even she said herself, like I'm doing things that have never been done before and won't be done before. And if they are, it's going to be me doing them. I love that. I thought that was so, so legit.
0: To finally hear Alyssa Thomas speak like that, a player who has been so humble and like, Props to anyone who wants to be humble, but like me personally, I appreciate a little braggadociousness, and she's deservingly so. From the
1: time is right. Absolutely. I mean, this is a player who got the most number one place votes for MVP. I mean, this is the closest race in history. We don't need to get into that right now, but I'm just saying, man, like, Alyssa Thomas should be talked about on every show and every recap and every type of WNBA you know just just conversation that's happening right now and and should have been for the last couple of months for the type of season she's had has been historic so I mean I it was really nice to you know see her come back on the court be okay finish the season with a triple double but as a whole you know I just felt like Connecticut I don't know you know obviously it was a close game it was a three-point game um but I they just, ran out of
0: gas, Rachel. It like feel at, like
1: they ran out of gas, and at some point, like like you feel you felt L. A. and John Cole Jones just completely imposing their will, in like the final like quarter, like it's like what is it going to take to try? You and mean get New York? Hump. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, New York. What is it going to take for for Connecticut to try and get over this hump? And you just mm-hmm. never got the sense that they could. And like the way that game was being played, it didn't feel like a three point game. If
0: that makes it really sense. didn't. And and like I was texting you this earlier, like it just felt like I've been saying this and I need to find a Connecticut Sun fan. I need to tap in deep into this fan base and figure out we know like every sports team has a historic curse. We know like I'm just going to say this. I'm going on record. The Connecticut Sun are cursed. Okay, like it's just too much piled up throughout this season and it isn't just this season. We can go back to, you know, Jazz Thomas injuries, Alyssa Thomas injuries, uh, J.J. sitting out a year. J.J., like all these different injuries since this team has come together from the the peak that Kurt Miller built it up to then then takes over uh, by Steph White. Bree Jones then goes down this year. Then they, they get over that hump. They're looking great. They're the number three team in this league. Then Carrington right before the playoffs. Then Tip Hayes. Then Rebecca Allen. Then Bonner goes down at some point during the semis. Then Alyssa Thomas even goes down after JJ falls on her. And Heidemann's puking on the bench. I mean, at a certain point, it was just like, I understand the disrespect, the underdog mentality and all that. At a certain point, it's, it's like, w- what do you want to happen? Yeah. You know, like you can't overcome everything.
1: I think, I think what's interesting is that the free throw differential I mean, oh yeah, unbelievable. New New York went 21 of, I'm sorry. Yeah. 21 of 25 from the free throw line versus Connecticut three of eight. And we're not necessarily, I mean, I think there, yeah, there was a lot of jump shots being taken from Connecticut, but at the same time, like I couldn't believe, Uh,
0: I'm just going to, if you, uh, for all friends, listeners, whatever, (laughs) just, just go to the ESPN play-by-play of that game and you can get the shot chart. Telling me just based on the amount of shots taken inside the paint, yeah, you you know that there was more than, and that that means four times, just four times there was.
1: And Duanna Bonner's ability to sell them, um, Alyssa Thomas in the paint. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the shot chart right now, and it's just kind of like. Okay, like I just man, that's
0: Tip Hayes attacking the paint. Huge just,
1: differential, you know. And I I watched a lot of the game on mute yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, um, not because I just yeah I was just watching it on mute, but I don't I don't really know what the comment what the commentary was being said. But for me, that was the most glaring thing at the end of the game. Took a taking a look at the box score was just like, man, I, I don't I don't think Connecticut shot a free throw until like a couple minutes left in the first half.
0: It was something crazy like that. It it was a wild, I mean, first of all, exciting game. Really amazing for me to see uh Ty Harris step in rocking uh Rachel Galligan's, the Thank Rachel Gallagher who made 52 <laughs> famous, you know, um rocking it in the WNBA semifinals. But for me, it was like it was a very kind of similar story where in past years where since Heideman has joined Connecticut in the playoffs, and we all know Connecticut's playoff history. But Heideman, when it came to the playoffs, looked a little bit hesitant. Was passing up good looks, attacking the paint, kind of baiting for it, and then shooting a low percentage deep two or a mid range two, that's and no, that's 0-4. not going to win you games. Yeah, 0-4. Yeah. And then we saw like Ty Harris in this series doing the same thing when she got called on, even though she had a great season, similar to uh, uh, Natisha Heideman in past years, where I think it's fair to say Heideman struggled this year, but. But then we see late in the game when she hits those two just stone cold ice in the veins threes to tie the game twice, I think, or make it a three point game and then tie it, whatever it was. I mean, just insane from her. When we talk about New York, like we talked about Vegas, Cool, Calm, and Collective. Do you look at New York and do you think the same or because New York lost a game to Connecticut the first game? It it kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth.
1: I don't think it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. I mean, I think Connecticut is still like a step above Dallas in my mind. But mm-hmm. I just think that they, you know, I ha- if I'm looking at the tears in my mind of the top teams in this league, Connecticut was, was better than Dallas. You know, that's a team that has, has, has experience on this stage. Dallas to me is a team that's learning to get to that stage and they're going to build – off of you know their semifinal appearance this year, and, and I, I fully anticipate them to be back in the conversation a year from now. Um, I just think Connecticut's a little more seasoned, a little more experienced, and you have an argue, arguably an MVP on your team who's p- having the most heroic season of all time. You know, able to will this team to me. No, I don't think that the fact that New York lost a game to Connecticut it doesn't really faze me. I think that's a it's a tough matchup, um, but for Game Three, Connecticut. Connecticut gave all they could. They did. They did. they 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 threw everything they could at them. I, I, I wish they would have had a little bit more efficiency from deep. I wish they would have gotten to the free throw line a little bit more. We'll talk about the refs sometime in the offseason. But to, <laughs> me, to me, it's the John Cole Jones factor. I mean, JJ... Was, that was the question. JJ was not going to be denied, and she was not going to allow New York to lose this game in that second half. And it didn't matter. She was going to do whatever it took.
0: It's It was to see what JJ did in this series against her old team yeah. to see what Rebecca Allen did in this series against her old, old, old team. Uh, and then also to see what Benajel Laney did. Um, I don't think she ever played with Connecticut. She played on like almost every other team in the league, um, but just in a really impressive show by New York, honestly, because to see New York be able to really get physical play, against that type of team i think really prepares them for the finals i'm excited for we're not going to talk about the finals in this one uh but i have a question for you a little bit out there question rachel do you think there should be a one-time game at the end of the season between the 2 semifinal losers to decide who's the third place team should connecticut and dallas be playing um in this week between i know it's kind of a pipe dream because the w players are already overseas at this point winning awards and such but if we're at a point where there could be a prize pool for you know first place second place third team and so on do you think uh it would be an idea
1: no in what league does that
0: happen (laughs) international like olympic internet you you know where there's medals but in only only in games is wait a second rachel you cover international you're telling me, in like the U nineteen, there I mean, isn't like a bronze medal game?
1: They do it, but it's all before the championship game.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think like after the semifinals, in the week between the semifinals and the finals, we have Connecticut and Dallas facing off on Wednesday night. Uh, I'm not even pro or against this idea. I just don't think anybody's talked I'm about. I'm good it.
1: with it when you're talking about medals in international competition and like you know qualifying for a a divisions b divisions that type of stuff like that there would be no purpose to do it mm-hmm. here in wba that's just my opinion okay, okay. I
0: now love final love thought for the
1: box question why not, why
0: not? <laughs> yeah i mean, i saw someone talk about it on social and i was like i'm gonna make rachel answer this um and not tell her i'm going to the craziest thing for me um in the last two games was the lack of production from van and sabrina mm. Like, I think it was game three, Slute had a good first half, disappeared, was missing bunnies left and right in the second half. And then in this game, she 38 minutes, one for four, just three points, Sabrina three for eight, nine points, you know, Slute's still going to obviously get her seven assists, but she did it five turnovers. Yeah. I'm curious, and maybe this is a, a perfect like initial thoughts teaser for our semifinals pre- or our finals preview. Um, but I feel like when you and I have off air talked about the Vegas, New York matchup, it comes down to the guards. And I'm curious for you, Sloot and Sabrina struggling a little bit later in this series. Does that, is that give you pause for concern or it's a new ball game? It's the finals. They got a week rest
1: new ball game. It's the finals. They have a week's rest. They, they have confidence playing against Las Vegas. I think if anything, it's a compliment to Connecticut and their game plan, um, and the schemes, you know, and, and the way their backcourt is able to defend, um, you know, probably and, and be disruptive. I, I think you've got to tip your hat to Connecticut and, and how difficult, you know, they made their lives a little bit. Um, is that, that's, I don't know. That's the way I look at it.
0: I mean, you're wrong. No, I'm not. <laughs> Whatever you were going to say, I was gonna tell you, you're wrong. Uh, well, an impressive showing from the New York Liberty, an impressive showing from the Las Vegas Aces. We got it, people. I know. What, well, what the fans predicted, what the media predicted and wanted to what see, what everybody has been dying for. What, well, I, yeah. <laughs> I spoke over that, so no one would hear that one. Every, no one didn't want to see this, right? Um,
1: oh, I, I, I'm excited. I mean the only team to me that could possibly even be in the conversation was the Connecticut sun. So like, I'm not and like they were the one team to win one of the games in the semifinals, but even then, my,
0: yeah, yeah, my, my final thought on the sun, I, someone tried to come up at me and be like, Alyssa Thomas. Cause I said, like I tweeted out, I feel bad for Alyssa Thomas, but my complete thought about the sun is just, we often, and I texted you this also, because I just reuse everything I text you, um, but <laughs> we, we, we always talk about, like, to win the championship, you need things to go your way. You need luck on your side. Yeah. I just feel bad for Connecticut because, as I talked about earlier with the curse, like, of all three teams, right, like, we knew that they were not, they didn't have the same roster that New York and Vegas had. For sure.
1: I mean, think, and, think about how early Bree Jones went out. I mean, like they, they had to play what 75% of their season. A
0: normal season. Like their
1: biggest free agency signing. I mean, and look, I mean, obviously they pivoted. Obviously, Bonner had a phenomenal year. And we could talk about, you know, Ty Harris being able to step up. Rebecca Allen did some really good things. Eliza Thomas, superhuman. But like this is a team that was not ever at full strength,
0: majority yeah. of the season. And, And it just, it's sad when you know the pecking order, you know, it's Vegas and New York, a gap and then Connecticut, and you know, you need things to go right. And of the, like, I'm sorry, I don't want Candace Parker to be injured. I would love for her to be in the season and in these playoffs, but like realistically out of those three teams, the team that had like the lack of luck was definitely Connecticut. So you got to feel for them. Um, And and yeah, uh, yeah, you can't not be excited. I'm excited. It's going to be ridiculous. I just hope it'll go five, and I hope it's not just that's blowouts. The, that's
1: the one thing I want to talk about because again, we're going to do a preview, and we're we're hopefully having an, a good friend of ours join the show if we can ever figure out all of our schedules together. The Good news <laughs> is, I'm 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 chilling now. I'm through all my stuff, so they, I'm all focused now on WNBA. So it shouldn't be an issue on my end. Um, but that's the one thing I want to ask you. Throwing
0: direct shade at me, Rachel. No, no, I get I'm, it. It's okay. I've been
1: the problem the last three <laughs> weeks. I will take it. But I, I it, real quick, just but without diving into it too far, how many games does this go to? You know, I don't need you to pick a winner, but how many games does it go to?
0: Like, do you want me to tell you my thoughts, or do you want me to tell you what I hope? Your thoughts. I mean I hope I, it goes 5. I think I uh, But your thoughts.
1: I want to know like like from your what you've seen this season, what you if you had to bet, what do you think will happen?
0: I mean, I honestly I think game 1's really going to tell us a lot and I think it's really hard to kind of predict. As of today, I really feel like Vegas, I, I don't, as of today, I think Vegas is going to win. I don't know why I'm I'm saying that. There's there's just something about being there before yeah. and having, and like Edge. their whole team has been there before, and their sixth woman of the year has been there before. And you look at New York and yes, Sabrina, or I mean, yes, Lute has been there before. JJ's been there before but never won it. Laney's never been there before. And I mean, it But I can convince myself either way, too, because if I talk about it too long, because then I'm like, you need you need that like that drive. You need that that want that for that first win, that hunger for that food you've always wanted to take a bite of that you've never tasted. You like, let's get biblical. I'm talking about Adam and Eve and the apple. They want that apple. You don't if you've already eaten the apple. You don't have that same drive. So well, also, to me...
1: You're also making this way more difficult. I didn't say, who do you think will win? I said, how many games do you think this will go to?
0: I don't... I, but that's the thing. Is like, I, though. that's kind of where it, it tugs in my mind. I, I, five. It's, okay. going five. <laughs> it's going five.
1: It's going five. What about you? I think it's going five. I really do. I think it'll go five. I think it's going to be really intense because i really... The rest of this play... The, the playoffs up until this point's kind of been a cakewalk. Yeah. It is not... Had a ton of drama, um there hasn't been a ton of just like crazy excitement I mean, there's been some good games there's been some really like, oh man, this gives me really competitive game five vibes, but like we haven't had like like the drama and like the like screaming on the edge of your seat type of games so far, and so I think we're gonna get all of that in one big dose here in the next what is it two weeks, week and a half, two weeks. But anyway, we will talk more about it once we get a minute to really sit down and dive into some numbers and analyze some things um, later on this week. So everybody make sure you stay tuned to that.
0: And that's a wrap. (laughs)